What's up, cannabis cultivators? You have just tuned in to a Cali Green podcast. If you're a first-time grower, have never grown before, or just like listening to cannabis podcasts, get ready to grow along with me. All right, so this is going to be episode number one, and it's going to be a little different than my YouTube videos because I'm actually going live and I'm not going to edit any of my video or my audio, I mean. So if you're listening to me now, you're probably curious about growing or maybe you've already started growing and just want some tips and pointers. You know, I'm not an expert, but I've been growing for about seven years and I can give you some tips and and we'll talk about them today. So one of the first things that you're going to do when you decide to start growing is germinate the seed. Now your seed doesn't really need too much. I mean, it needs water, it needs warmth, and it needs time. That's pretty much it. Everything else is stored within the seed itself. So the way that I usually like to germinate my seeds, well, there's two ways. There's a paper towel method, and then there's also the shot glass with water method. Uh, The easiest way would probably be the shot glass with water. And all you really have to do is uh, just drop your seed into the shot glass with water and wait a few days for the little taproot to poke out. So once you see that little taproot or the tail pop out, the pointy side of that seed, it's time to transplant it into some soil. It's also a really good time to sprinkle your seedling with mycorrhiza. Now mycorrhiza is a fungus that attaches to your plant's roots. And it's special because what it does is it actually mines for nutrients and and water and it feeds your plant. Uh, In return, your plant gives up its carbohydrates. But there's also a few other benefits like drought tolerance. Uh, For some reason, if you forget to water your plant and the soil dries out a bit, your mycorrhiza will actually hold a little bit of moisture to keep your plant alive a little bit longer. Now, the depth of the hole where you're going to bury your seed is pretty important, too. You don't want it to be too deep or too shallow. If it's too deep, then the seed might run out of energy before it reaches the surface. If it's too shallow, then it's not going to root correctly and it's going to be unstable. So usually the deepest that I go is about three-eighths of an inch, about 9.5 millimeters. Not very deep at all. After I bury the seed, I like to spray uh, the area or soak the area with water, reverse osmosis water, or a mixture of reverse osmosis water and liquid seaweed. The ratio is about one milliliter to one quarter water or one liter of water. It takes about three days for that seedling to pop up through the soil. Uh, Sometimes it'll come up with the seed shell. Sometimes it'll just be the first leaves. If it comes up with the seed shell, you don't need to really worry about that. It's going to eventually fall off. Um, You can help it along, uh, but, you know, it's just probably best to allow it to do its thing. And that's pretty much all it takes. Thank you very much for listening to my very first podcast. If you want to check out my videos, they're on YouTube at Cali Green. Uh, My Instagram is at California Green 420. Thank you again. Till next time. Peace.